up, podcast listeners? Welcome to another uh, classic edition of the Internet's foremost podcast, uh, the Internet's foremost true crime podcast. Uh, Chris and Matt, Skim, Wikipedia. We don't, we don't, uh, we, I don't know how many crimes, true or otherwise, we talk. We should do a false crimes podcast. Yeah. Uh, poc- where we make up crimes and we just talk about them. And then, like, you know, for people who, like, want that sort of, like, s- like sordid, like, story, but don't, like, but, like, feel, like, squeamish about, like, uh, you know, the exploitation of, like, actual human tragedy, we'll just, we'll make up crimes, we'll make up, like, murders and, like, murderers or what have you, we'll just, we'll go into all the details and do everything people want, but with the, with the safe knowledge that it's all a falsehood, so, you know, there's no, like, victims are left to, like, you know, like, deal with the, uh, the aftermath or what have but, you. But, Chris, don't you think that would require, like, a lot of work? Uh, and talent. Oh, yeah. Well, we could do what we did with uh, Back on the Red Planet, just make up the go, <laughs> which would make these uh, murders would get increasingly absurd and <laughs> and start to like break the laws of the reality we've established, mm-hmm. uh, as as that show did. As uh, <laughs> I, sh- I wish I could go, I, I, I could go back and listen to those. I'm, I'm sure if I wanted to, but like I just like the arc of that old podcast where like. Uh, how th- where things went from like being kind of like a plausible discussion of like a plausible sort of like made up like '90s like TGF sitcom to uh, a completely insane show <laughs> that had made absolutely no logical sense and like was not consistent from episode to episode or what have you. It just uh, characters getting killed off left and right and like you know, uh, but oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, it is fun to ride in a one horse open sleigh. Yeah, I would, I would describe Back on the Right Planet a lot like a winter wonderland. Uh, yeah, yeah. it's at least your body is a wonderland. Oh, yeah. Uh, swimming in the deep sea of blankets is the only other line I know from that song. Mm. Uh, but, and something about hands, maybe. I should look up the lyrics to that. Not on Wikipedia, but on a site I'm increasingly using on this podcast, a website, Genius. Your body is a wonderland. Uh, well... Uh, yep. I was going to say, uh, John Mayer's middle name is Clayton. <laughs> oh, just like, uh, oh, he's like John Clayton, the uh, the football reporter guy. Sure. He was, he was a famed football reporter. Uh, oh, okay, so uh, here's what uh, John Mayer told the, uh, the, the Rolling Stone once upon a time about... Now, this is um, the Rolling Stone magazine, not the Rolling Stones. <laughs> yes. He may have said to them, too. But here is what he said to Rolling Stone. This is John Mayer. Uh, it, uh, it's not about hot girls. It's about a girl who does it for you. People always thought this was a makeout song, but it's really about loving every part of someone like they're a jungle dim. It's not just tits and ass and pussy. Sex is, <laughs> sex is, so, sex is so utilitarian. Foreplay is like a 64-count box of crayons and a couple different types of paper. Sex is like banging a Coke can with a mallet. <laughs> Why is he have to be so gross about it? Uh, because he's John Mayer, and that's like not even like the worst thing he's ever said about. Yeah. Uh, oh, he says uh, stated. Also, apparently, he wrote the song about his first girlfriend at age fourteen. Hmm, that's cute. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah. Sweep <laughs> swim in the deep sea of blankets. I take all your big pants and break them. Your body is a wonder. I'll use my hands. I forgot. I, for, uh, I forgot that he called his penis a white supremacist. <laughs> yeah, I believe uh, his words were that he had a Benetton heart and a David Duke. Uh, David Duke cock. 
Okay, well, I guess he's a little more crass about it than I. I apologize for misquoting John Mayer when he's referring to his penis. Uh, in, this song, in this song, he says, to, uh, Your skin like porcelain, one pair of candy lips, and your bubblegum tongue. This is like one of those examples where it's like, uh, like we shouldn't have to deal with John Mayer anymore because he's so gross. But like his music is bad enough that like nobody cares, and those that like like him like just like uh, almost are separate from society. <laughs> yeah, they are. Already, they've already distanced yeah, themselves. They're like just total uh, outcasts. From... They're like deadheads and like just like Mayer fans. Yeah, people who like. Are like weird, like like guitar weirdos. Who are like, well, you know, he's actually like a really the, talented. Le- legitimately, the worst thing someone could say to me is to talk about how John Mayer is like actually a good guitarist, because I've never heard him play a cool guitar riff ever. No. <laughs> it's like, what good is all that talent if you're just gonna yeah. play my body as a Wonderland? Yeah, and then uh, hang out with uh, Dave Chappelle, who's another oh. another guy who's doing great these days in terms of like his uh, things he says and. Things he likes to talk about or what have you. Uh, what, uh, he, well, at least of course, Dave Chappelle also, uh, guess semi-recently, uh, uh, threw his support behind Andrew Yang for president. <laughs> Dave Chappelle is Yang. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so stupid. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to look up Andrew Yang on Wikipedia. Cause this is Chris Maskin Wikipedia, where we uh, go on the old Wikipedia. We talk about nonsense. We we do things. Sometimes we go on other websites. A lot of times. My uh, computer or something starts to malfunction, and then we have to try to uh, fix what's going on there. What's well, the recognition for the Yang? Let's see. Champion of change by the Obama illustration. Who are, the, who are these people? Uh, I don't know. If you, uh, let's see. Yang says Theodore Roosevelt is his favorite uh, president. He's uh, been on a lot of. Uh, Podcasts, which are on his Wikipedia page for some reason, because some well, because the, obviously the Yang Gang people were like interviews and podcasts. Uh, the following table lists long-form interviews and podcasts featuring Andrew Yang, from his first appearance on the TEDx talks to all the shit he's been doing in 2019, including an episode of uh, the podcast. He's, sorry, he's hitting all. Sorry. He's on, He's hitting all the good ones. The Joe Rogan experience, the Ben Shapiro oh, yeah. show, the Ruben Report, just, oh, real time with Bill Maher, just real, real solid, Great solid uh, news organizations. Oh yeah, uh, and then what's this? Sorry, oh sorry, not sorry. possibly a podcast belonging to Alyssa Milano. So I clicked on it. Uh, it took me to Alyssa Milano's page. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Biles, I'm trying looking for things about it. Uh, do, do, do. She owns two guns. Uh, <laughs> she was on a little show called Who's the Boss? Yeah. She was uh, in the film Poison Ivy 2, colon, Lily as Lily Linetti. Mm, yeah, indeed. You know, it's, she was in Hall Pass and New Year's Eve in the same year. Uh, wow, busy year for her. Oh, yeah. She she definitely just had a... She thinks she just had a cameo in Hall Pass, a movie I saw by Academy Award winner... <laughs> <laughs> Peter Farley or is it Bobby? Which one has the Oscar? I believe Oscar? Peter Farley has the Oscar. Yeah, yeah. What's Bobby up to? Uh, well, I could look that up right now. Uh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. All right. Uh, while I uh, look at what uh, Alyssa Milano's been up to, oh, Confessions of a Sorority Girl, TV movie she made in 1994, uh, starting along. Ooh, Confessions sounds <laughs> yeah. classy. Uh, oh, it's. Po- <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Well. Uh, 
here's here's uh so uh Peter Farley, they have like the list of the Farley brothers movies together in the wiki. Uh and they batch them together. So uh Peter gets a gr- uh the credit for Green Book mm-hmm. and Bobby gets none, but like he still gets kind of the credit on their Wikipedia page, so that's fun. Indeed. But so uh the, the Confessions of a Sorority Girl was part of... I don't know if you're familiar at all with uh, Rebel Highway, the Showtime series, I guess you could call it. It was basically... Uh, yeah. They were like... A bunch of like directors and actors were making sort of like a riffs on like a... Sort of like classic like B-movies, like old like 50s, like sort of like driving B-movies. So they're all sort of like riffing on that. And they're directed by guys like Robert Rod- Rodriguez and like, you know, Joe Dante, those sort of people, you know? So... Mm-hmm. Like uh, yeah, high class so like genre, uh, yeah, so like uh, Confessions of a Sorority Girl is one of those things. Like it's sort of like a sort of like a, a '90s sort of like quasi camp like riff on like like old sort of like like rebel movies or whatever. Like you know, I'm looking at the poster right now where it says, "Fast cars, fast girls, fast living." Hit the fast track as Hollywood's hottest writers directors deliver a hot new series based on the cult classic films of the '50s. That's what the poster said. Uh, yeah, so there's like uh, there's mm. road racers. There was confessions of a sorority girl. There was motorcycle gang. There was runaway daughters, which is the uh, Joe Dante one, which starred Julie Bowen and Paul Rudd. Uh, Girls in prison, starring Anne Hayes, John Polito, and Ione Sky. Oh, Shake Rattle and Rock by Alan Arkish, st- starring Renee Zellweger and Howie Mandel. Drag strip girl, which is directed by a woman. Particularly that woman, Ma- Mary Lambert. That's the only one I believe directed by a woman. Jailblakers, directed by William Friedkin, starring Antonio Sabato Jr. and Adrian Brody. What a pair there. <laughs> Antonio Sabato Jr. has maybe yeah. the greatest. Cool and the Crazy, directed by Ralph Bakshi, starring Jared Leto and Alicia Silverstone. And then lastly, Reform School Girl, starring a person that doesn't have their own Wikipedia page, and also Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> This is pretty, oh, pretty yeah. serious shit. You know it. There's some big would, names. Uh, yeah. Antonio Sabato Jr., uh, Ralph Bakshi. I'm assuming no. that was an animated one, right? Yeah. It's a live action? I don't think I've ever seen any live action Ralph Bakshi. Me neither, I don't think. Mary Movies. Lambert, she directed Pet Cemetery and Pet Cemetery 2. Uh, mm. Let's see here. She directed... She's... She's uh, she directed... Let's see, Presumed Dead in Paradise. Uh, uh, let's see, Mega Python vs. Gatoroid. Uh, uh, an episode of the Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> oh, she, she was like a music video director. <laughs> that's her, yeah. Yeah, she yeah directed, I mean, that's like, what like I know her from. Borderline and like, and like Nasty. And she directed yeah. a lot of Madonna and a couple of Janet Jacksons. Uh, a couple of them. Uh, right, Cruz. right. Uh, yeah. So that's like, yeah. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Um, because oh, I used to watch a lot didn't of didn't we all videos. in uh, the glamorous oh, life? Yeah. Uh, back right, to the Farrelly brothers. Uh, so did you know that only Peter gets credited oh, wow. for movie forty three? <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> like why? Like did Bobby not want to do it? <laughs> it seems yeah. like something he would want to do, but then they're both back. Oh, for wow. Dumb and Dumber 2. Yeah, just like they just took a break. They were on a... I really... Yeah. 
I really want to know what Bobby was up to during the Green Book thing. Like, he's not yeah, even a producer. Know. All I know is that Mega Python vs. Gatoroid, Gatoroid, which was one of those sci-fi movies, starred Debbie Gibson and Tiffany together. Mickey... Yeah. Mm, that's a real that's a real uh, Pacino De Niro you know, and Diner and Heat. By Mickey Dolans as himself. Oh yeah, who doesn't? I mean, I love and Mickey. Him, yeah, okay. So yeah, uh, but a reception has been panned by critics. No shit. Ah. Uh. Okay, so Bob, Bob Bobby Farley. Well, this is also created by Peter Bobby. Oh, yeah. There's a show called Ladder Rob, Milk. Rob Livingston. You, wa- you watching Ladder Milk starring Rob Livingston? It. it was on like, some random channel that I don't think I have. This is 20 episodes. Yeah. Filmed in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. That's where you do it when you're making Ladder Milk. I mean, it centers on Sam Loudermilk, a recovering alcoholic and substance abuse counselor with a bad attitude. Although he has his drinking under control, Loudermilk discovers that when your life is a mess, getting clean is the easy part. Jesus. <laughs> that's depressing. <laughs> I prefer quieter juice. <laughs> oh, louder milk. milk isn't even included on their filmography on on this uh, Wikipedia page. Oh man, they let's look at the let's look at the page for Dumb and Dumber Two. Did you see Dumb and Dumber Two? Uh, no, I, want you, I heard nothing. About I want you to things. go ahead and guess how many credited writers are on Dumb and Dumber Two. Oh, like seven. Pretty close, six. Oh, it's a lot uh, of credits. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, indeed. You wouldn't think that many people would want their name on that, you know, all all told. I'm currently looking at the list of sci-fi original films, including such greats as Rage of the Yeti, um, Man with the Screaming Brain. Oh, oh, starring Bruce Campbell and directed by Bruce Campbell in his feature film de- uh, directorial debut. Uh, co-stars Ted Raimi for some reason. <laughs> I love Ted Raimi. Yeah, sure, but like it's you know he's acting in it, which is different. Iraq, no quake, um, and many, many more monstery movie names. I like I said like, Ted Raimi in something recently. Look it up, Ted Raimi. That's what I'm yeah, doing. I'll keep looking at uh, stuff like television. Oh right, I was watching Ash vs. the Evil Dead. That's where I saw him, <laughs> which makes yeah, so much sense. Avalanche. You know he's very funny in the Spider-Man movie. movies. He plays like a uh, Ted, like one of like the guys that works at the Daily Bugle. And he has funny <laughs> scenes with um, uh, uh, J-, J. Jonah Jameson. Of course. Kind of like how uh, the real mayor of Portland uh, acts in Portlandia as the aide to uh, Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah. Sort of yeah. like that, except uh, different because I'm not as familiar with that. So I don't want to uh, lock myself down to anything like that. But All right. Sounds good to me. I'm just going to, let's see. Oh, a bunch of movies start with the letter S. Yeti, Curse of the Snow Demon doesn't start with S. Oh, man, that's a gory-ass poster for Yeti, Curse of the Snow Demon. Oh, that came out way back in 2008 on the Sci-Fi channel. Uh, a Town Turned to Dust, Snakehead Terror, Stir of Echoes, The Homecoming. That's right, a made-for-TV sequel to Stir of Echoes, starring Rob Lowe on that. This I got to check into. Let's see, the film premiered on the Sci-Fi Channel, sequel to the 1990 film Stir of Echoes. Oh, good old Rob Lowe. This must have been a, oh, wow, a young Tatiana Maslany's in this. Rob Lowe, I feel like in the mid-2000s, was making a couple of weird television movies. Yeah. Like, he's, uh, yeah. in 2012, he's in an amazing Lifetime movie called Drew Peterson Untouchable, where he has, like, oh, yeah. he wears, like, a fake mustache. It is truly one of the funniest performances. Like... 
it feels like he get he gets pretty much exactly what he's in, and he is having a blast. To be fair, yeah, his movies uh, have been poor, just like in general, like. Uh, well, he's never really had like a huge film career. Not not since like the '80s or whatever when he's like yeah. a big star. But like yeah. once he hit, what's he on? What was he on? The West Wing, right? That's when. Yeah. He, that's when he like really hits his, and then he's on, of course, uh, Parks and Rec for. Couple oh years yeah, yeah, no, and yeah. Then he did the grinder, and like you know, now he's oh, gonna. Gosh, that. he's so funny on the grinder. The grinder was such a good show. It, was like, uh, I mean, if we wanted to have a podcast that uh, is better than this one, it would just be recapping twenty-two episodes of the grinder. <laughs> yeah, it'd be uh, what they call a uh, limited series run. Yeah, yeah, an an original. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, these days he's in nine one one Lone Star, and uh, he's uh, still hosting Mental Samurai. I didn't know that there was a spinoff to nine one one. Oh my god! It's him and this Jennifer Love Hewitt, I think. Liv Tyler, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and the other one, the actual original one. Mm. No, I Have don't like stuff that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard, heard it's like fun. crazy, but like, it just it. seemed like a. Uh, Kind of ridiculous and that not like us. There's gonna be some shit called the mask dancer coming to Fox. What the? Is it different from the mask singer? It's probably yeah. the same concept, just with dancing. They're gonna dance on those heads. It's gonna be tough. The second episode of Nine One One Lone Star <laughs> is called Yeehaw. Yeah, apparently the mask dancer started as a recurring segment on Ellen DeGeneres's talk show, and now she's uh going to turn that easy parody into a. Yeah, well, that, was like, karaoke, uh, didn't like, that was like an original idea, but a dumb one, but like an original idea, but like, uh, <laughs> oh, the Masked Singer is going to be the show that they're airing after the Super Bowl this year. Oh, what fun it is to ride. I don't know what to my... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, I Say your new thing now. <laughs> fucking, oh, it, what, what? <laughs> Who okayed this? Are you thinking on the one with Fox? season of, uh, of fucking... <laughs> Uh, goddamn a mass singer and it was Wayne Brady I heard people were saying that he was uh, on the show they thought he was on there yep. Victor Oladipo people called him too <sighs> yeah he was the fox and the guy who finished singer. runner up was Chris Doughtry who's an actual singer in third place is somebody named Adrian Bailon oh she's a member of the Cheetah Girls but now she hosts a talk show so a lot of actual singers Patti LaBelle I, went out pretty early yeah so uh, like they the first uh, person so they sing and if their identity is guest they're off Oh. Wrong. They sing, and they compete against each other singing, and then the, the panelists try and guess who they are, oh. and it's irrelevant if they guess who they are or not. What happens is that if you get eliminated uh, from, like, singing or what have you, uh, when you uh, get eliminated uh, from your singing, then you get unmasked. Like, that's uh, my, for some reason, my... Series doing something on my phone so, so far T- away from T-Pain, it. So yeah. Gladys Knight so lost uh, to Donny Osmond and T Pain. Wow, that's yes, upsetting. In the first season. So yeah, what happens that like Robin Thicke and Jenny McCarthy and Ken Jeong and Nicole Scherzinger are just like there to like you know make jokes like talk and like try and like guess who people are and make terrible guesses, and then uh, yeah, and then just like uh, the guessing doesn't have anything to do with it or whatever. It's just like. 
at the end if they get eliminated they're unveiled and it's like oh wow yeah uh, we guessed it God, right or yeah. we didn't guess it right or what have you i don't like uh robin thick or jenny mccarthy so that so that show can fuck right oh off. no they're both awful people yeah no they're both awful people and like yeah it's also it's like dumb it's just like people like singing wearing costumes or what have you but uh yeah Wayne Brady uh, won the second season. He was the fox. What does the fox say? <laughs> do, 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 do. Is that Brady. it? Is that the, what does the fox say? Is that? Remember, remember that? Yeah, and it's like some random math sounds. <laughs> oh, I remember everything that ever happened. Uh, let's see. Let's see. The fox saying, "Oh, Wayne Brady." The I, last episode, I remember he's uh, once on SNL they did a parody. Uh, what does the fox say? Like that was like, "What does my girl say?" And it was just like all like nag, 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 nag. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I saw that, and I was, like, wondering, no like, way. is this, like, There's no way. You would have to, like, like a... really. Because, like, it's, like, that would, because, like, SNL's audience is so broad, especially for the digital shorts. Yeah. I'm looking at, let's see, my girl SNL. Oh, uh. Uh, let's see uh, here. Let's say some like Jay Farrell and Carrie Washington. What does my girl say? <laughs> I, I got distracted by a picture of, of Pete Davidson, and I'm just like, why is this guy famous? <laughs> does he even make jokes anymore? Uh, I, I last I heard, he was just yelling uh, at audiences to like uh, about like cancel culture or censorship, and like yelling yeah. at them for having cell phones at his show. Yeah, um, I think he made people sign an NDA. So here's like sort of like the lyrics to uh, the song "What Does My Girl Say" as performed by Jay Farrow. Dad says hmm, sis says hey, mom says moi, and brother says wow. Cousin says money, nephew says wong. My grandfather smells gas, aunt says uh uh. Uncle is loud, grandmother says oh my hip. But there's one sound that y'all should know. What does my girl say? Yeah 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 yeah. What does my girl say? Who that, who that, who that, who this that, sucks. who that bitch, who that bitch. <laughs> uh, your skin is so is soft, you're beautiful, but that jealousy is from hell. You're on my phone and searching and ask me who are these hoes. Uh, real, the, this chick looks looks like a hoe. Uh, God, you done messed them now. He thinks he's so smart, he tries to lock his phone, but forgot about the cloud. His cloud's full of butts, so full of butts. All right. The, I mean, the, uh, I, I God, mean, like... <laughs> Murder. I think, like, maybe, like, the biggest... I mean, I mean, there's nothing more relevant to today's culture than talking about Yvelis's The Fox, but, uh, really, if you're going to satirize a song, make sure that the song isn't, like, already, like, a joke song. <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. Like, 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 oh, but, like also, like, a one-hit also... that's clearly, like, making fun of one-hit wonder. Like, it's... It would be like if they... Like, I'm sure that yeah. they existed, but, like, if someone were to, like, make a parody of the Bum Bum song... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like if like it's like like well, yeah. Weird Al made some parodies of, like one hit wonders, I suppose. Like uh, but those also not like the songs that really like nobody remembers Taco Grande, uh, the Rico Suave parody. You know? Not so sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, or uh, or but yeah, it's like yeah, it's like he doesn't like parody like comedic songs like. Like yeah, it's like one thing. But it's like it's like a song that was known for being like, mm-hmm. weird. Like people knew it because it was weird. <laughs> also, Jay Farrow's not funny in general. Like he's like a good impressionist. The, the guy that did but, like, a lot he's of not uh, actually did like Obama. funny. He just like. 
Yeah, there's like a Bonnie, there's like Kanye and Jay Z. Like he's a really mm-hmm. good impressionist, like nailing voices and all that sort of stuff. And it was better to have him doing yeah. Obama than say when they had Fred Armisen doing it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he's not like he's not like a funny guy, and he's like takes himself really seriously, much like uh, Michael Che, who's been in the news recently uh, for his uh, inability to like take criticism at all. Or hey, criticism of other people. It's hard, it's hard out there f- for but, everyone hey, that's trying to make a buck. You know what I mean? Indeed. Oh, somebody uh, performed a Pussycat Dolls song, which is a bold move because the one that was that? Ken, Ken Jong was in the Pussycat Dolls. On, or the judges on the mess singer. <laughs> I wish. Well, that'd be amazing to see. But no, Ken oh, Jong. Oh, they should give him a sitcom. Oh. Yeah, he was, he was born did, in Detroit, did, Michigan, which you, I just uh, did. You ever watch the summer film and being the funny? Oh, maybe we did. It's did we so, talk it's, about this before? It's worth watching. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about this because uh, I was talking mm. about a different improv-related show. Ooh, I wonder if there's yeah. any improv on Bring the oh, Funny. I should a, try to a, watch that. Uh, he uh, is going to be doing a voice in... He's playing Dynamut in the new movie Scoob, yeah, which is like a uh, new it's animated... It's like a prequel to the Scooby-Dooiverse. Uh, but then... Yeah, and he's going to be in the live-action slash animated comedy film oh. Tom and Jerry, based on the characters of Tom and Jerry. going to be Jerry like a, with a, a Lion King-style photorealistic cat mouse? I wish. They don't have who's voicing... Uh, Are they going to talk? Tom or Tom and Jerry, Jerry really at talk. all we know is that... Uh, that's true, I suppose, but here's uh, it's who's in, in it. It's uh, in post-production? It's directed by Tim Story? Yeah. yeah, it's starring Chloe Grace Moretz, Michael Pena, Colin Jost, wow. Ken Jeong, and Rob Delaney. This is crazy. Well, no. In the later in the later Tom and Jerry's, they talked, and I know this because it's mentioned in a song by the Man, band Paul. Tim Story has such a strange career. Like, he's got, like, the Ride Along movies, which are very successful. The Think like a, I think Think Like a Man 2 was pretty big, too. I remember Think Like a Man was huge. But then, like he, like every co- every couple of years, he has like a huge bomb, like her, uh, like fucking uh, Shaft. For that Shaft that came out last year. <laughs> yeah. Well, he directed that movie. Taxi, he got to make the Fantastic Four like films. right after it. They didn't, let, they didn't let fucking Jimmy Fallon really make yeah. films that much. <laughs> I don't think like Queen Latifah really do it. I and mean, she's in the uh, Beauty Shop, I think. Right. She's in a couple movies. Yeah. She's in the little, little beauty, beauty shop. She's in Valentine's Day, just which, right. She, I don't know. She, she's in bar. She's in the barbershop movies. And she's in. Be- she's and she's the lead in beauty uh, shop. But that all happens at the at yeah, the same time. Uh, so like all that stuff could have been done before uh, Taxi true. like really came out. Uh, but oh yeah, she's in Girl Strip. Girl Strip's a big movie. Girl Strip's a funny movie. Yeah. Jim, yeah. Jimmy Fallon just basically made. Taxi and Fever Pitch, and then people said, "We don't want Lord you Michael's in films like, anymore, Jimmy Fallon." Tonight Show for a hundred thousand years, and everyone's like, "Okay, all right." Yeah, how about we? Yeah, uh, we'll, g- we'll give you a late night talk show, and he said, "Oh, okay." And then, then yeah, he became the guy on the Tonight Show, and he's done very little. Yeah, he's done very little acting. Uh, he's on SNL at all. Yeah, sure, but yeah, his, his acting 
has been limited to mostly playing himself since he first uh, came on. Sometimes the, he plays uh, Neil Young. Late, uh, well, that's true. Or uh, Taxi's Bruce a Springsteen. remake of a Luc Besson movie. A French movie. A French movie, I believe, starring Marion oh, Cotillard. Okay. That involves like. Yeah, it, it, it starts oh, Marion Cotillard. Cotillard. I just saw Doolittle. And, uh, Oh, which is a brief role in it, but because I would say because it's French, I believe Marianne Cotillard uh, has a, a full frontal nude scene in uh, Taxi, which kind <laughs> yeah. of separates like the, Amer- from, say, the American Taxi, an American film, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is like a, a wacky like American comedy. This is like it, it's still like you know like a wacky comedy or whatever, but because it's like a French film, it's like all right, and we'll have the female lead. Uh, have you know what's crazy? In Doolittle, Marianne Cotillard also has a full nude scene. Uh, because she plays a giraffe. What is it? Oh, and the giraffe nope. doesn't wear it. Wait, I think she plays. She either plays a giraffe or a fox. Do 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 do. She plays a fox. Excuse me. Uh, well, she, well, the the fox, the fox Betsy says the giraffe's Betsy says I'm played by Selena Gomez. <laughs> every every animal in this movie uh, just feels like filler because like they had to cut so much of Robert Downey Jr. out of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at this, the filmography of the guy who uh, played uh, the male lead in uh, Taxi, this guy, Sammy Nassery, who starred in all four of the Taxi films. And uh, he mostly has done just like French stuff, uh, but he apparently did a uh, French dub version of Finding Nemo. And he apparently somehow in two thousand six he won the best actor award at Cannes Film Festival, so he has that going for him, evidently. But I don't know anything about this guy. Obviously, uh, he's uh, a French guy who uh, has been in prison on multiple occasions for violent crimes and for uh, racially cool. abusing police officers. Yeah. So he seems, seems like a, a good place guy. to end this episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Sammy Dassery. Uh, no, Matt. I'm Chris. And it's been uh, Chris and Matt. Reda, <laughs> wait, no, not damn it. <laughs> it's Chris and Matt skim Wikipedia when we we did just that. Uh, yeah, so thank you to Gabber Media. Uh, you can. I, I'm also also have something to actually promote an actual thing for once. I wrote. Uh, many moons ago, I, I wrote a, a comic called Nixon 66, which is a, uh, a parody of Batman 66, which is in and of itself kind of a parody of Batman, uh, about Richard Nixon as a crime fighter, and it finally is out there on the internet. Uh, if you go to my Twitter, at uh, ChrisXMorgan, it's the pinned tweet, or I, you probably just search for Chris Nixon 66 comic or something and find it as well. So that's actually a thing that people should... Uh, you know, go try and uh, find or look at it. I would appreciate it if people would uh, do so. I have nothing to plug. Except this podcast. All right. Plug it up. Yes. Yeah, plug it up uh, by bringing it to a plugging close. Uh, this has been Chris and Matt's Kim Wikipedia. And, as always, Naked Sex Dive.